0: The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show. Here on News Talk, WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM.
1: He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro,
2: who is in the eye of the storm.
1: Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio
2: talk show host, John DePietro. All right, here we go, folks. On this uh, Tuesday, what a night. What a mess. What a disaster. Oh my goodness. What a night in Iowa. Boy, the Democrats, the Democrat Party race for the White House 2020 is certainly off to a roaring start. We're going to talk about it. What an unforgettable night in Iowa. As we kick things off, and it is a uh, fantastic day (laughs) On this Tuesday, February 4th, we have a great program in store. This portion of the program brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Good morning to Ron and Melissa. I'm so happy with them. Folks, already Rhode Island's number one bakery, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. That's right near AAA, right off of Silver Spring Street, right off of Branch Avenue. Cookies, the most delicious pastries. How about Ronnie? 55 years He's been creating magic. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see them. Ron and Melissa, maybe you've seen them at Waterfire. Maybe you've seen them at a, a different event or something up on the hill. Making pastry great again. And I mean unbelievable. Chocolate-covered donuts, cannolis. They are open for business. Everything fresh, delicious. Brownies, dipped chocolate, strawberries. They have everything for Valentine's Day. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Just look for the signs. Right over near AAA. Or just type in 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. If you go to my Facebook page, I do have some uh, pictures of them. But I'm so happy with them. Brand new. Just opened yesterday. Stop in and see them. Rhode Island's number one bakery and cafe. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And Ron and Melissa, very good friends of mine, making pastry great again. 170 Royal Little Drive, Providence, right near AAA. Right off of Silver Spring Street and over near Branch Avenue, that area of Providence. Well, folks, good morning. What a night. What a night. Good morning, Torian. Good morning to everybody. And remember, you can uh, tune into the program on uh, Facebook Live if you have Facebook. We have a Facebook Live going, and so you can tune in on that. People love when I um, hold up, and I want to thank Frank Ritchie for our nice uh, Trump 2020 sign. And if you are, good morning, Gerard. Hola, Chris. What a night last night. Folks, if you – I was howling last night watching that in Iowa. And as we speak, it it is really hard to fathom. Uh, A lot of theories floating out right now uh, that, you know, where did this new app come from? Who is behind it? Who stands to gain for it? Complete – utter disaster in Iowa last night. What an embarrassment. I mean, who knew that uh, Ramundo obviously sent some of the UHIP people to go work on this for the people in Iowa? <laughs> My goodness. What a disaster last night. And you could kind of tell. Let me just adjust the camera. Just a little bit like n- no, nope, I don't like that on uh, Facebook Live. can never get it exactly the way I want it. And I know I get distracted by it. Uh, But we'll go with that then. Uh, Good morning, Vinny. What an unbelievable night. There's Chipper and a lot more. And, folks, we're going to obviously talk about it. Phone lines are open. 766-1380. 766-1380. It is is really unbelievable what happened uh, last night in Iowa. The fact that they went that long. And then they still did, did not have a winner. They still don't have a winner. We still don't know. The whole thing is thrown in jeopardy. The whole thing is up in arms. Uh, it was it was unbelievable television to watch just because, you know, it started off like a murmur, like, huh, this is taking a little bit longer than it should. And, and then you hear someone say, you know, in the past, we kind of thought that maybe we had a winner. Well, we're finding out. It all has to do with the new app. And there is speculation. Now, keep in mind, where did the app come from? It came from the Clinton people. And what I don't find to be an accident with this, anyone that follows the the, uh, the Clintons, there's never an accident whenever they're involved. Good morning, Pat Cotalesa. Um But keep in mind, Hillary is still on the sidelines. Hillary is still hovering around saying, I may jump into the race. And one thing is Bernie Sanders did not get a big resounding victory last night. So now they're all in New Hampshire. God, this angle is driving me nuts. They're all in New Hampshire. And instead of having the big, you know, there they are last night and thank you, Iowa. And. And, and the big um, uh, speech to thank the people of Iowa for giving them a win. No one got to win last night. So the field stays crowded, which, again, if you want Hillary to come in um, and if she, the Clintons want to come in, that's that's good for them. Bernie did not get his big victory last night that maybe the uh, certainly the, the Sanders people were expecting. Now, uh, former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg is in town tomorrow. But if you missed last night, I I can't tell you how much I enjoyed that. It's, It's embarrassing. What an absolute disgrace. In this day and age, in 2020, the amount of time and money spent in Iowa. And I think this is a premonition of exactly how this whole thing is going to go. I really do. And I think it's going to lead to, on the Democrat side, if you're a President Trump fan, good morning, Suzanne. This is very, very good for President Trump. Let's see a thumbs up. Everyone on Facebook Live, if you're a Trump fan, you must be happy with what happened last night. Because the Democrats proved, the Democrat Party of Iowa, that what an absolute embarrassment and disgrace, the whole caucus thing. Can you imagine, you've had people there, think about this, since 2018 campaigning, millions spent, organizing, and they can't get that right. They can't organize a two-car funeral. What a complete disgrace, incompetence. Good morning, Colleen. I think this is a premonition and, uh, of exactly how this whole thing is going to go. And all President Trump has to do is stay on the sidelines and not create any more controversy. And don't put out any tweets that's going to get him in trouble or anything like that. And I'm telling you, folks, he's got four more years coming. If they can do that, if he can do that. And so far, and again, State of the Union tonight, and I think they can do that. I think he can do that. And if they do that, it's going to be huge. But last night, I want to play you some of the sound. Now, you could tell, right, there was something going wrong. A couple of things. For instance, Wolf Blitzer on CNN was going ballistic last night. He couldn't believe the incompetence. He and I was flipping around. But Wolf Blitzer and Jake Tapper, they were visibly losing their patience with the whole thing. And it is, it's it's unimaginable to me in this day and age with everything at stake. You have one thing to do right. Kind of reminds me of Rhode Island on Election Day and the Board of Elections. You have one thing to do. You have the nation's eyes, the huge, the world are on you, and they could not even get that right. I, I, unimaginable in, in my eyes. But it happened last night, and some of the sound, and again, folks, phone lines were open, 766-1380, 401-766-1380. I was literally laughing out loud literally laughing out loud and if you were watching some of it with very good reason and you could start to see that things were not going one of my favorite moments though i want to play it and i was watching all of it and i know some of you just watch fox but i'm telling you you miss out on some good entertainment on msnbc and cnn if you don't watch uh some of that but my favorite was they finally got this guy on the air sean and he was on hold for an hour to try to give his results and as wolf is talking to him the woman comes onto the line and he must have had it muted so then he's talking to wolf and he's way too slow on the take so then the woman comes to him and he's not there sean sebastian this to me i was literally you know the expression laugh out loud is thrown around too much because then when it does happen and you are actually laughing out loud it doesn't mean as much But i am telling you good morning al there's anthony I was dying last night, howling at the sheer incompetence of this whole thing. So I want to play. If you missed it, there was some great sound last night. And again, I know a lot of you. I actually get people crowd, How do you watch CNN or watch MSNBC? Are you kidding me? It's you. Know, Chris Matthews was. He's like ready to leave. He's so disgusted. I. I mean, I mean, I've watched Fox. There's nothing funny about their coverage of it. I love seeing on CNN and MSNBC, they, they get so frustrated, they're disgusted with what's going on because they can tell that this is all good news for President Trump. Let me play last night. This was my favorite sound of the night, though. This was uh, my favorite sound of the night. As soon as you have more
0: information, uh, Jeff, thank you. Uh, Sean Sebastian joining us right now from Story County. He's a precinct secretary out there. What can you tell us about this delay in getting any results,
3: Sean? Well, Wolf, I have been on hold for over an hour um, with the Iowa Democratic Party. Uh, They tried to, I think, promote an app uh, to report the results. The app by all accounts just like doesn't work. So we've been recommended to call into the hotline and the hotline has not been responsive. I, I have I can you, hear you he gotten any explanation, Sean?
2: Right Sean, have you gotten okay. any explanation at all of,
3: uh, as to what's going on? No, I have not. listen, she's no. going to come in. I'm just waiting on hold and you hear the music. Uh, doing my best to report the, the and results. And to pre- come what in. What are
0: you hearing? I know you're listening to a conversation uh, from the Iowa uh, Democratic
3: Party. Um, there she, she party. is.
2: Uh, sure. is okay. This is a real
3: coincidence, Wolf. I just got off hold. Just now. Yeah. So I've got to get off the phone.
2: First time. Oh. Hold on. What happened? Report the results. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Report the results. Can we Hello? listen as you report them, Sean? He still yep. hasn't talked right, to her, her yet. All right.
3: <laughs> okay. Hi. Hello? They hung up on me. <laughs> They hung up on me. Okay. I've got to get back in line on hold. Um, They just hung up. Uh, So frustrating (laughs) indeed. Uh, Sean. Uh,
2: The woman came to him. He didn't say anything. He had the phone on mute. They go to him. What do you mean they just hung up on me? The woman said twice. Hello? Hello? The people lines are backed up. Good morning, Johnny Hockey. Hilarious. But I'm telling you, there's something here to me that this app came from the Clinton people. Let me go back. Now, this is Sean Sebastian. This is live on CNN. Now, they kept saying they hung up on him. The woman, uh, yes, you know, uh, Iowa Democrat Party, go ahead. Hello? Hello? There's no one there. He had it on mute. The guy, could the guy have been any slower to the take? He immediately should have said, Wolf, hold on. Yes, hello, this is Sean. I'm, I'm calling in my results, blah, blah, blah. Forget about it. Oh, can we listen in? I mean, what, what more? The incompetence. And does this guy, he doesn't even sound like he's in a hurry. I was listening and watching it. Like, what are you doing, buddy? There she is. There's the lady. Hello? Hello, Sean? Let me play that again. Hilarious last night. Oh, my God. The incompetence.
3: No, I have not. No. Uh, I'm just waiting on hold and uh, doing my best to report the results from what, my search. What
2: are you hearing? I know you're listening to a conversation uh, from the Iowa That's the uh, Democratic, Democratic Party. Um, now we're on hold. There Iowa she Democratic is. Uh, One thousand. This is Two. a real
3: coincidence, Wolf. Three. I just got off hold Four. just now. So i have got to get off Five. the phone to report the results. Ten. All right. Now go ahead and report your results. Can we listen in as you report them, Sean? Ten.
2: Yep. All right. Seven. Let's listen. All right. Well Okay. Hi. Fourteen. Hello? Hey, she they waited 14 me. seconds.
3: <laughs> they hung up on me. Okay. I've got to get back in line on hold.
2: Well, it served your right for breaking off, and the lady goes to you, she doesn't hear anything, because then you're talking to Wolf Blitzer. Listen to Chris Matthews last night. Folks, again, good morning. It's John petro. We still don't have any results. Good morning, Bob, from uh, Iowa. If you are excited, if you feel that, I mean, the Democrat Party, and I love the people online that were posting, these are the people that want to control your health care. These are the people that want to take over the government. These are the people saying we need to change in the White House. If you're on Facebook Live, let's have a big thumbs up if you love this sign. Ola, That's right. Hello, McFie. Hi there, Chris Moran. Big thumbs up and smiles if you support the sign I'm holding right now on Facebook Live. And again, I want to thank Frank Ritchie. Huge, folks. What a huge night. And I love the fact that suddenly the announcers were saying, that the real winner last night was, in fact, the resident at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Now, the thing about the fact that Hillary Clinton, her people designed the app, they, they can't stand Bernie Sanders. They don't want Sanders to win. And the Sanders people now, there's no trust in the Democrat Party. None. No trust in the Democrat Party. So let's listen. And, and the thing is, if you're Hillary Clinton and you're Clinton people and you still want her, to enter the race what you want to do is deny bernie sanders victories and just create confusion the more confusion the clinton people feel maybe they would then gravitate and open the door for hillary to come in on a brokered convention so let's hear this is last night msnbc chris matthews declares president trump the winner think of that president trump the winner of the iowa caucus because of the sheer incompetence of the democrat party good morning taylor let me go to Matthews here. Here we go. Uh,
0: the, uh, the guy in the White House is chuckling all night here, showing the Democrats kidding me, even get a 3 car funeral organized or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I would say to the people of Iowa, well, the last person leaving Des Moines, please turn out the lights. This wow. has not been a success. I fear daylight will obviate the argues, need for- it. argues the case. Yeah, it argues the case. Uh,
2: the what he's saying is, it argues the case, and I don't blame them. I mean, why would you then have another uh, Iowa caucus? I mean, the whole thing is is basically gone. So let me also hear. This is Van Jones, folks. Again, last night, CNN. This whole thing of the Iowa caucus with the Democrat Iowa Democrat Party blaming this app that was brought to them by the Clinton people, <laughs> starting to look like a debacle
0: television they want to deliver speeches uh they don't want to do it in the middle of the night they want to do it now uh, and they're getting zero results so far yeah middle of the night it could be in the morning uh uh down with the panel van. you were just. I, I just i just i'm just looking on twitter uh you got a caucus secretary from a precinct who's just been, he says he's been on hold for an hour he's just going to tweet out they're just starting to tweet out he's been on
3: hold for an hour wait for an the, hour with, with democratic party with and democratic
0: party he can't get response so they're just starting to tweet out the results. This is starting to look like a debacle. Wait, who is this tweeting? This is Sean, Sean Sebastian.
1: Yep. Uh, on Don't
0: Twitter. He's just like tweeting out exactly. his results. He can't he's, I'm the caucus secretary. What's, oh, what's his, job? his job? Uh, Where is he? I am the caucus secretary for Story County Precinct One One. Tweeting. I've been holding for results. over an hour to report the results. We have six delegates. And he just reports out his first alignment and the delegates. I don't know if it's, true, if it's true or not. I'm just saying that you're starting to see a level of desperation. You know, that
2: they to- don't even pick up on the fact that that was the guy that was on hold with Wolf. Good morning, Johnny Brasco. Folks, unmitigated disaster. Now, there's also parts of this as well. Uh, the amount of turnout was not huge last night. They do know how many people turned out. They do have some uh, entrance polling they were doing for people coming in. And the numbers were actually down. That's good for President Trump because President Trump obviously had a big turnout. He was the only one. There was no challenging really him for for Iowa. But what this does is, number one, a lot of the people that are part of this are so angry at the Democrat Party. That's number one. They're not angry at Trump. You can't blame Trump for this. There was some good morning. Lynn, smile. There was some speculation. Well, maybe this is Russian clues or anything. I mean, this whole thing has become laughable at this point. That's number one. Number two. I think it throws off the whole apparatus. Can you imagine? This thing hasn't even fully come out yet. The amount of infighting, uh, the blaming that's going to go around, the blame game, the sheer incompetence. If this is any indication of the Democrat Party in Iowa, then Iowa, I believe, which is a swing state, will basically, it is a disaster, will then swing into the Trump column. This shows a party in complete disarray. They have... Basically nullified. You know what? There's no results from Iowa. Iowa last night, you're supposed to come out with the results. They give the speeches and then they punch the tickets and they're on to New Hampshire. Well, they're all in New Hampshire. But here's what we know who did well was Bernie Sanders and Mayor Pete. Now, so you can imagine this speculation that this was done because former Vice President Joe Biden was doing so poorly. Good morning, Corey. Now, Amy Klobuchar is still alive. Because of they had no result for her. So she makes her way to New Hampshire. And Elizabeth Warren, everybody does. This is inconceivable. The amount of sheer incompetence. How this is not tested. But, you know, anyone that's ever volunteered or been involved with the polls. I mean, this is what it's like. You're dealing with people, whenever you deal with volunteers, and then someone says we're going to try to do this new app. How about the Gallup poll? Trump pops to 49% approval. That's higher than what President Obama was. Hot mess in Iowa. Dems have no caucus results. They blame a coding issue. How about last night, the whole quality control? Conspiracy against Sanders. Bernie Internal show him winning. Tech firms stand by Clinton campaign baits linked to debacle. DNC had claims Dem refused to test the app. The Department of Homeland Security wanted to test the app, excuse me. Department of Homeland Security wanted to test the app, and the Dems refused to let them test it. They were warned about problems last week. This is also the technology that's going to be used in Nevada system wide disaster. Delegates decided by coin flip. <laughs> My favorite is the party hangs up on Precinct Capitol on live TV. That was great. Nate Silver might have screwed up whole nomination process. Ugh oh, muddle adds new urgency to New Hampshire as candidates race up there. So Friday night, Friday night, there will be a debate in New Hampshire. Here's How about this? Voter freaks out on Mayor Pete, precinct captain, after finding out that Mayor Pete is gay. Now, President Trump's gives the State of the Union tonight. And then yesterday, folks, between now and the end of the program, I will uh, talk about uh, the very, very sad news, terrible news about our friend El Rushbow, Rush Limbaugh, yesterday. Just terrible. Uh, But that, we also have an update on the scandal going on at the State House, which is so embarrassing. Good morning, Cindy Neal. And then uh, New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg is um, in Rhode Island tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, and we'll talk about that. Donna Perry's going to come in at noon. We're going to break down last night. That is um, really amazing, though. I just want to see if there's any new total. I mean, the words being used: disaster, debacle. How do they screw something like that up? Um, let me see. Uh, just some of the other. I don't see anything new right now. With, um. With any results out of Iowa, other than they're saying they hope to have results today. and But you can imagine, these people have been up now, twenty. you would think, 24 hours. Um, one person quoted out to Breitbart, if Joe Biden would have won, they would have had the results right now. Bernie people, they smell that the fix is in. So the Sanders people, they're already going with conspiracy. The fact that the Clintons are behind the app is just, it can't be any better. What a complete embarrassment. But what this also does, folks, is this really destroys any type of unity, momentum with the Democrat Party in Iowa. So understand that uh, that's good for President Trump. Because that's, that's, that's a very important state. It is a swing state, Iowa. Not a lot of votes, but I think same electoral college votes as New Hampshire. Let's listen to uh, this is uh, Joe Scarborough. Democrats had three years to get ready, and they didn't even get off the launching pad. Let me just hear this.
0: And the Democrats have had three years to get ready for this. And they get a bunch of candidates that run in the first contest, and they don't even get off the launch pad blows up on the launch pad. This is a disaster for Democrats. They've got to figure out how to fix quickly. So the Millennium Falcon and Luke's X-Wing run into each other on yes. the way to the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's an appropriate, an appropriate analogy. Um, See, Mika? See? See, it no. works. Analogies it, it works. works.
1: The mayor,
2: you're a suck-up. Okay, keep uh, going. <laughs> I like Star Wars. You know, the fact that Scarborough is even saying, unmitigated disaster. Still no results. Tom Steyer, the race is wide open. It's actually not. How about Michael Bloomberg? He decided not even to get involved. A source tells CNN there was a coding error in the app built to collect and report the Iowa caucus results. And who got them that app? The Clintons. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, what does Tom Brokaw say on Sanders. Um, Broker on Sanders. Really hard to see how people say I'm for socialism. And that's from Tom Brokaw. So, folks, uh, 766-1380. Will losers go to court to challenge the Iowa results? Maybe. Although, apparently, it was, it was it, I remember this, though. Back in uh, 2012, Rick Santorum, a couple of days afterwards, they found out that Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santorum actually won Iowa. But by then, it's too late. And you've already lost so much. Um, basically, Iowa, all that time spent, all the buildup, the money, the resources, and, and, and no no pay but no payout of it at all. 766-1380. Folks, to the phones we go. Um, let's see. Good morning. You're up on the John DePietro Show. Hello.
0: Hello. Good morning, John. Good morning. The Democrat Party is the party of voter fraud.
2: Either that or the party of incompetence.
0: No voter fraud. They're masters.
2: Do you, you masters think this is being? Voter fraud. You think this is being done to maybe hijack the Sanders campaign?
0: Absolutely, he was going to win.
2: Well, I, I don't know. Uh, thank you for the call. Uh, I was trying to adjust the angle a little bit there, folks. God, I get so distracted with the FBI. Yeah, that's right. Russian interference. You know, there was some talk about that last night. I started to hear a little talk. There was a little bit of talk that maybe somehow this was Russian interference. I mean, one thing I'll say is we certainly see the result of if there is ever any type of voter interference or if they hack into a voter database and the amount of confusion it throws off. You know, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just sheer incompetence. Uh, But it is. I like the fact that this app that they were using is linked to the Clintons. That's basically who is uh, behind the app. All right, 766. 766- 1380. Donna Perry's going to be in studio at noon. Folks, we have developments. News on Jim Demers. news on the, the fake, more lies coming out of the State House with Yellow. and then we'll stay posted with what happened with Iowa last night. It's all ahead on the John DePietro show.
1: Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401 332 332 This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today. Sal with T-Mobile for Business. 401-332-0000.
2: Folks, we still have a long way to go with winter. And remember, your heating experts, J.K.L. Engineering, the heating system well underway. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, infinity system the energy efficient quiet more affordable than you think if you're saying no gas well then no problem let jkl engineering design and install high efficiency infinity heat pump system including ductless splits heats in the winter and it cools in the summer these units are so efficient it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90 percent. they have the highest rebates on the market they also do new installation and replacement of high efficiency gas boilers jkl is a carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 53 years, J.K.L.'s reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved national grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navien certified factory dealer. called J.K.L. System replacement oil to gas or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available both residential and commercial, call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. Folks, for your home, for your business, you want the most efficient heating system available. You want J.K.L. Engineering. Call them today. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Call J.K.L. 401-351-7600.
0: Road and my ride is going
4: strong at paul massey chevrolet you get the lowest price guaranteed every day with rhode island's only true one price on our exciting lineup of chevrolets paul massey's one price plus true car equals our best price guaranteed and it's only at paul massey rhode island's number one chevrolet dealer lease a 2020 equinox ls front wheel drive for only 179 a month for 39 months with 2988 due at signing Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's One Price plus True Car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only 198 a month for 39 months with 2488 dollars due at signing. My Paul Massey. Right? Great selection, top notch service, and the lowest One Price only at Paul Massey.
2: Well, folks, remember. If you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny, it's Patricia, it's your vehicle. If you ever find yourself in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, the right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. Now listen, right now, on this Tuesday, did someone hit your vehicle? Were you in some kind of an accident, maybe just a minor fender bender at the grocery store, or maybe more serious, maybe a drunk driver hit you, or someone skidded on some ice? Listen, let's get it repaired, and let's get it repaired the first time with West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. Remember, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. If you're ever in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. You are
0: listening to The John DiPietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right,
2: and we're back on this Tuesday. Good morning, one and all. Here I am at Juan. John DiPietro Weekdays. We start... At 11 we go till two. It's AM 1380. Plug that in. 99.9 FM. You can always listen online. Just go to Depetro.com If you have uh, Alexa, just say Alexa, hi there, Anne-Marie. Alexa search WNRI or tune in radio app simple. They're free apps. You just do search W N R I comes in crystal clear. Uh this portion of the program brought to you by Quartz Plumbing, C-O-R-T-S, quartz plumbing of Cumberland. Do you need a plumber? Something happened you need right now you have a plumbing emergency call Victor Quartz at courts plumbing of Cumberland at 401-714-8478 family run business over 20 years fully licensed and insured Victor courts maybe a problem with your drain or any type of repair and maintenance Victor can do hot water tanks Victor is so talented he could do a full bathroom remodel courts plumbing of Cumberland 401 401- 714-8478. Well, folks, so, uh, so far, there's still no update in the situation in Iowa. Complete, unmitigated disaster. Donna Perry's going to be in the studio next hour. We're going to talk about it. Uh, phone lines are open. 401-766-1380. The, the disaster in Iowa, again, very, very good for the Trump campaign. I mean, what an absolute, complete disaster. Now, on the Facebook page, I also have a couple different things. New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg is going to be in Rhode Island tomorrow. Now, he's trying to beef up in the state. I was on Thayer Street on the east side last week, and a guy approached me if I would want to sign papers. But Bloomberg, he's got a lot of money, starting to set up some staffing. We'll talk about it. So he has an event tomorrow morning. I don't think they've announced the date just yet. But he is going to be in town tomorrow. I wouldn't. I know some people want to say, well, you know, Governor Raimondo, listen, he's going all, everywhere. She's definitely an ally. She's definitely with him. Uh, and I think even, you know, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse had said that he would be with uh, Bloomberg. But, you know, they, they don't want to throw Biden overboard just yet. So I don't think she'll play any type of role. I think uh, Governor Raimondo, they want to, they don't want to do that to former Vice President Joe Biden. They want to keep their options open. I, I don't believe I haven't seen anything that says she's going to be speaking at the event tomorrow or anything. Uh, I think you know Mayor Mike Bloomberg coming to Rhode Island tomorrow. He's got the time, he's got the resources. Why not? And it's probably he's probably going to, you know, be somewhere. I think he's going to be in Massachusetts and also maybe even New Hampshire. And so why not? You know, you know, make the trek and shoot around a little bit. So we're going to talk. But right now, we still don't have a winner in Iowa. And that is uh, it's really unimaginable, uh, the sheer incompetence and disaster. But I also want to follow up on two things. Uh, A couple things. One thing that I have on my Facebook page, I put it its on the front page of the Province Journal, the Rhode Island health director, the coronavirus fears are fueling racism. She says someone's nationality alone is not a risk factor. This is that Health Department Director, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, who's saying the people are fearful of the coronavirus, that there's race racism there. And it's fueling anti-Chinese racism. Excuse me. This has nothing to do with racism. The virus is in China. They're stopping flights from people that have the virus from China. It doesn't matter where it's, they just happen to be Chinese. But it's, it's the virus. That's not racism. If there was a virus that was originating from, you know, pick another country in, in France, and they, they realize that it's right there in Paris. So all this outbreak in Paris, it would be reasonable that you don't want any flights from Paris coming into the state. What is with the health director? Well, you know, this whole thing with the coronavirus. That's uh, anti-Chinese racism. Excuse Why? I think it makes perfect sense. You can't have flights coming out of China right now. There are people. That's where it is. That's ground zero for the coronavirus. Someone's nationality alone is not a risk. That's not the point. It's where they're coming from. And then I will talk about the mold. Another lie from the speaker. Surprise, surprise. But 766-1380. This Iowa, it's unprecedented. I think it is a harbinger for things to come. And they can't even get that right. It, it ruins any type of momentum. Uh, it throws off the party, throws it more in disarray. These are all good things for President Trump. 766-1380, to the phones we go. Uh, good morning. You're up on the John DePietro Show. Hello.
0: Good morning, John. This is Steve. Thank you so much for taking my call. Steve. Very
2: welcome, Steve. Go right ahead.
0: John, um, this just tees it up. For our President Trump on his State of the Union address tonight, this is going to be this is going to be must watch TV. You know, um, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see if he takes the high road or he dips a little bit down, um, uh, you know, to maybe, you know, maybe throw a couple of digs here. Um, but this is going to be classic must watch TV tonight.
2: You know, um, how, how come? I don't, I, don't, I'm, I don't get that. Why, why would tonight be must-see TV? I don't, I don't think he mentions Iowa tonight at all. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. And, I, and oh, everything I, I'm, I'm reading, th- he wants to stay close to the script. Uh, there's okay. no benefit in getting... Hold on, hear me out. I'll t- and I'll tell you why, though. Uh, there's no benefit to that, number one. Number two, he doesn't want to mention impeachment. And number three, you, you don't want to do anything to alienate Here's the most important reason why he's not going too steep. You don't want to do anything to alienate the voters of Iowa. Already, Democrats are saying, never again are we going to be part of the Iowa caucus. President Trump is saying, what are you talking about? It's a tremendous tradition. We must keep it. He, He doesn't want to say or do anything that would offend the voters for Iowa coming up for this November. Okay, all right. You disagree. You think he wants to say something that could affect, offend the voters in Iowa for November?
0: I I don't think it's going to be anything that's going to be a major, a major dig. But I think, um, I think that he will mention it to a small degree. You know what I mean? He may sprinkle in a little bit of that during his, uh, you know, during his State of the Union address tonight. Not only that, but I also think that he's going to mention the impeachment process. Um, All right. He's
2: he's not not mentioning that. I mean, we've already – listen, and I don't mean to be so condescending, but if you're following any of the coverage, people connecting, talking with his people, um, he wants this to be close to script. Listen, there's no reason to get into the two things you're talking about. The economy is going great. His numbers are strong. Iowa was an unmitigated disaster. He doesn't need to go down that road. No reason. Listen, this is, this is sunshine. This is everything's going our way. This is optimism. This is uh, president for all people. So you think he's going to mention impeachment and he's going to mention Iowa? I mean, you could be right, but I just don't see any gain with that.
3: Well, um,
0: you know, like uh, John, that—that's just my personal feelings. Um, you know, he always likes to throw a couple of stones, and these people have been on his on his butt literally. For the last two or three years, Um, uh, the the Dems see this impeachment process crumbling before their eyes. It's not going to go anywhere after tomorrow, okay? Um, And I just, I'm just, I'm just thinking that he's going to more or less uh, put a final stamp on this, um, mention it, and then move forward. You know? Um, But again, John, that's that's just my thinking, you know. And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fault him one minute for mentioning the impeachment process. Like I said, this has been one of the most unjust political processes in the history of the United States. And for him not to mention that tonight, I think it would do him an injustice not to mention that. I
2: disagree. And we'll see. But listen, this isn't a campaign rally. This is the State of the Union we're talking about. He's the president of the United States. And if you've been following his recent rallies, and I don't know if you do... And I also don't mean not everybody. I recognize not everyone follows the news as closely as I do, which is then good for you that you listen to me because then I bring you up to speed on the latest news with his rallies of late. He has really been sticking to script. He has not been going off. And they call it where he just starts riffing, where they have a certain script and the whole thing should take about 30 minutes. And then in the past, sometimes he would go off script and he would ad lib for maybe half hour and the whole thing would end up being an hour. He has not been doing that. He's been staying on point. Whoever is talking to him right now, Steve, I get the impression they have really drilled into him the importance of staying on message. It's about the economy. The economy going strong. Stay on message and you can get reelected. Now, you say he does a disservice if he doesn't. Dis- I just I'm not trying to put words. I'm trying to understand if he doesn't talk about the impeachment tonight in the state of the union. You think he's doing himself a disservice? Yes. Yes. I don't understand that. Why?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, the the Dems over the last three years have brought all the guns towards him. I get that. They brought the Russian collusion process. They brought, you know, they brought the the, the impeachment process. It has been 24-7 trying to bring him down and nothing has gone right for them. And for him now, the impeachment process, like I said, it's basically crumbling before their eyes. Schiff this morning was almost crying on stage. You know, he, Schiff went 180 degrees off, off off process, and now he's not even talking about the impeachment process anymore, where Trump is just a bad guy. we got to get him out of here. we got to get him out of because he's such a bad guy. I, you know something? You know when he gets swung at, he swings back. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's going to be a major diversion, but I, I've got a feeling he's going to throw in a couple lines there um, to try to set some of these Dems straight. Um, and especially when you have Nancy Pelosi in the back, I'll tell you what, this is going to be one of, the best, one of the best things to watch on this uh, State of the Union dress tonight, how Nancy Pelosi sits in the back of him and tries to actually look down on him and, and, and Dems, in the, you know, Dems in the audience. And, you know, maybe she's going to throw them some traffic signs and things like that again. You're like, you know, you can't say this, you can't say that. This is going to be classic.
2: Classic Trump tonight. I, I, all right, we, tonight. we listen. Let's talk tomorrow because I disagree. If anything, I'm kind of. I find these things to be really boring. I mean, I will watch it. You have to watch it. I don't think there's anything. It's not like a debate. Must see TV. I'll tell you what. This is coming down to a new poll that is out right now that everyone's reporting. The way that the president is handling the economy, approval is at sixty three percent. I saw what that. really Trump. jumps out: sixty three percent approval highest rating of any president since George W. after 9-11. So, to me, and we'll see, you can certainly call in tomorrow. And his approval
0: rating is up there 49%. Correct.
2: But the handling of the economy is a huge, huge number. I'm going to predict they're going to stay in mode. He's going to stay on script. And I, I, just, I don't, I. We'll see. We have. To, I find it interesting. We have two. Thank you for the call, Steve. We have two completely different views of what the president should do tonight or what he will do tonight. I don't think he does any of those things. I don't think he mentions. He doesn't need to get into the mess of Iowa. He's already made comments about this. This isn't a campaign rally. This is the State of the Union. Number one. Number two. I don't think he mentions impeachment in any way. It has nothing to do. Impeachment, look at impeachment, tomorrow he's going to be acquitted. It's a done deal. It's already in the rearview mirror. So I I don't see any gain in bringing that up in any way, shape, or form. I don't see it. Now, folks, one thing, and again, I will say... We'll see. We're going to talk about it obviously next hour. Donna Perry, uh, Massachusetts communication consultant, happens to be one of my one of my sisters. Will be in studio next hour. We'll talk about it. Again, phone lines are open 401-766-1380. Folks, maybe you feel that way. I, I I don't see it. I mean, and I follow the news pretty intently. He gets up there and starts why I don't understand why he would I don't think I don't think in any way he gets into impeachment. Zero. And everything Steve said is right. Everything Steve said is right about um, everything that he said is true. They've been coming after him and everything else. I just don't see what's the win for getting into impeachment tonight, not with the State of the Union. He's got plenty of time to do that. Uh, You know, there's the old thing, never interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake. And right now, let the focal point be the disaster of Iowa. You don't want to do anything to stop the momentum on that. Now, I do want to play uh, the Providence Journal, and I want to talk about this a little bit. And then, coming up at one o'clock, by the way, our friend David at Brute Awakenings. He allowed some people to come in just to gather signatures over the weekend. He's getting some backlash for it. But the Providence Journal has a second editorial in this morning's Providence Journal. An independent audit is crucial, and again. They're supporting House Speaker Nick Mattiello. I don't understand it. If they would step back, uh, Channel 12 broke the news yesterday. Do you remember how they dug up the offices of the State House yesterday? And what have inspectors found? State House mold, mostly benign. JCLS offices did not harbor high levels. High- there was no black mold. There was all a lie. That was all a lie by Larry Berman. Speaker Mattiello and Frank Montanaro, all lies. You know why? Because they are liars. They're pathological liars. That's right. Joe Roberts says the Don should stay on track tonight. He will. He will. I, I don't get that. There's no way. This isn't a rally. The rally is different. At the rally, I think he's doing a rally in New Hampshire on Friday night opposite the debate. No, at the rally, they can have a field day. With the disaster of Iowa. At the rally, he can have a field day about the impeachment, but not in the State of the Union. You can't confuse the two. But a day after the General Assembly office sent of the political storm was evacuated due to a mold, quote, mold emergency, they found there was no black mold as suggested. Folks, I'm going to go back and I'm going to tell you again what this is about is they want to get rid of the records With the JCLS office at the Rhode Island State House. In order to do that, they wanted to create confusion. How do you say we need to move the records? People are looking for the records. How do we come up with an excuse that the records were moved? All right, let's pretend there was mold. We have to rip out the office. Rip out the office. And then we're going to say that somehow when we had to move everything... Some of the records they're looking for got lost. That was the plan. That is the plan. That's what's going on. There was no black mold. Why did they rip up the office? There was no reason to rip off the office because there was no black mold. It was all done as a ruse. And that's what they do. That's exactly what Mattiello does and Larry Berman, who's instructed to do it. I mean, I haven't seen Larry in a long time. I know him. A lot of people know him and like him. He just does as he's told, he does as he's told. By Frank Montanaro and by Speaker Mattiello. That's, that's really all he does. And they came up with this. Whole, no black mold found state house offices that are getting an emergency renovation. The results are in. No black mold found. Top aides to Mattiello lied last week. Saying black mold was the impetus for an emergency renovation at the JCLS office that included the removal of filing cabinets. The work raised eyebrows. It coincided with a state police probe and a lawsuit. After the work had begun, they said that no mold was there. There never was any mold. It's another Mattiello lie, it's another Frank Montanaro lie. They made up the whole thing. I said that last week. I said it last Tuesday. I said a week ago today, one week ago today, I said it's a lie. The black mold. There is no black mold at the statehouse. That was all done as a scam because they want to try to move the records. They're now going to say we can't find certain computer disks and files because we had to move it because we we're ripping up the office because of the mold. There was never any black mold. More Mattiello lies. Why is the Providence Journal defending him like this with a second editorial doubling down? And how do they refer to me? This accusation, I can't believe they're still in the dark. The narrative in much of the media, a far unsubstantiated account spread by a radio talk show host. That's me is that Mattyello sought the probe. He was furious about the way a friend had been treated by the center's mismanagement office, meaning at the uh, convention center. Now, the journal does write, it's certainly possible he abused his office. He did. That's why there's a state police investigation. And I want to repeat this. You know, and I like and I know at Acorn, I respect at Acorn, but they're dead wrong on this. They're down in the wrong rabbit hole. He's back in the wrong horse here. I'm going to repeat what I said, what this whole thing was about. And that is Mattiello threatened them. If his buddy Jim Demers is suspended, he is going to, boom, that's right, removing evidence from their files. That's what they were doing. And now when they go to try to find it, they're going to say we can't find the files. Oh, they must have got lost when we were moving everything out of the office. That's why they fabricated the story about black mold. There never was any black mold. But what the Providence Journal is missing here, the timeline here is very simple. Mattiello threatened they knew they were going to suspend and then fire Jim Demers Mattiello's buddy at the convention center out of respect for him they reach out and said just so you know your buddy here is in trouble Mattiello then issued the threat if anything happens to Demers I'm going to stick an enema up your behind the people he said that to relayed that to people the speakers really how did he take it he's upset He said, if we suspend him, he's going to stick an enema up our behind, whatever that means. They're like, well, too bad. They suspended Demers, and then on Monday, December 23rd, the Providence Journal won't uh, put that date in their editorial. On Monday, December 23rd, when nothing is done at the Statehouse, out of nowhere, boom, Mattiello orders an audit of the convention center, which would cost them about $50,000. He threatened them. He followed through on the threat. That's extortion. All this other stuff is just his spin. Oh, I didn't know what was involved. Oh, I heard there was some financial problem. All lies. All total BS. Just like they're lying about the mold. Just like he was lying about he didn't know what was going on with the mail ballots. Just like he was lying. He didn't know what was going on with the doctor that gets a million a year. Just like he was lying when he didn't know where Cannavale lived. Just like when he was lying about Frank Montanaro's kids. Going to college for free, because he was lying about his uh, status at the colleges. It's it's Sergeant Schultz. It's one thing after another. They lied about the mold. They lied about his actions about the audit. But it's serious. You know why the state police is investigating this thing? Don't you think? And I don't. I'm I'm so disappointed in the Province Journal editorial board. If the state police started to talk to some people, who said, did Mattyello say, if you guys? mess with Jim DeMers that he's going to stick an enema up your behind did he say if they, if if they said we've never heard that before there would be no investigation the reason why the state police have talked to the people at the convention center the reason why they talked to Montanaro the reason why they talked to Leo Skenyon and Larry Berman and the reason why they want to talk to Matty Yellow is because he did say it much like, you know, you. how many times do you hear uh, somebody makes a claim about something? This is going on right now with the Harvey Weinstein case. Follow me now. Where they say they bring up the friend that says after this incident happened, yes, she called me. She was all upset. Who else did you tell? I told my sister. They talked to the sister. Yes, I remember when that happened. She called me. She was crying. She was very upset about this. Who else did you tell? I told my boyfriend about Yeah, I remember that. I can tell you exactly. She said boom, boom, boom. You have other people that corroborate the verbatim of what was said. That's what this is with the convention center. The people that he said it to at the convention center, they, you think they were silent on it? They told how did he take it? They were all concerned. They are afraid of him, right? They were afraid. They know he's a goon. They know it's the Mattiello crime family. They knew there'd be retribution. They knew there'd be consequences. They were trying to just like common courtesy. Your buddy Demers here is in trouble. And Mattiello issued the threat. If you blank with my buddy Demers, if anything happens to him, such as suspension, fired, whatever it is, there will be consequences. And he said it in a manner of, I'm going to stick an enema up there behind. They suspended Demers right before Christmas, and he followed through on the threat. And what does saying? say? Hey, I threatened him. I told you. I told you I was going to do that. I told you not to do that. So why the journal continues to defend it? If the, if the state police investigated this and then found there was nothing to it, that would have been the end of the investigation. But there's other people that knew about it. They're lost. All right, next hour, folks. You don't want to miss the Donna Perry in Studio. We're gonna talk about Iowa, we're gonna talk about all of it. We still don't have any uh date, there's still no results. Let's get we're gonna break, get an update in twelve o'clock news. You don't wanna miss next hour. A lot more just getting going right here on the John DePietro Show.